Hello everyone and welcome back to Behind the Desk, the podcast all about my time working in a recording studio. Now, whilst I've been at Loft, I've been able to record a good number of different instruments, from drums to saxophones and even bagpipes. But one thing that keeps coming back is the acoustic guitar. And I've spent a lot of time learning to play one over the years, listening to them, as well as recording and mixing them. So, I'd like to think I know what a good recording and a bad recording of an acoustic guitar sounds like. And that's what I want to talk about today. Recording techniques for acoustic guitar, share my experience with them at the studio, and give you some information on different ways you can actually record one. But before we get started, if you have any questions about anything I mentioned today, then give us a message at Wales Media on Facebook and Instagram. So, let's get started. And the first thing you need to decide is what type of microphone you're actually going to use. There isn't any rules on whether you use a condenser or dynamic or even a ribbon, but me and most other recording engineers usually go for a condenser microphone. The reason for this is because they're capable of picking up higher frequencies compared to dynamic ones, which is obviously good for an acoustic guitar recording because although the highest note you can play is an E5, or slightly higher, depending if you're playing like the top string or the 15th fret or something like that, the nature of the strings resonates and creates harmonics, which is basically frequencies that are exact multiples of the note you've just played. For example, if you play an E5, uh, which has a frequency of 659 Hz, then a harmonic of that would be 1318 Hz, which is just double the frequency of E5. And there's multiple layers of these harmonics built up to create that sound of a guitar. Now you may not be able to hear it or differentiate between these different harmonics, but a condenser microphone can at least pick up these extra harmonics and it will record these frequencies, which you can later mix. But if you recorded with a dynamic microphone, then you wouldn't be able to capture as much high-end sparkle, as some people call it. That's why a lot of people tend to lean towards condenser microphones to record acoustic guitar. I certainly do anyway. Now, it's time to actually choose what microphone to use. And to be fair, if you're using a condenser microphone like a C414 or some pencil mics or anything like that, then you should be pretty safe. When I'm at home, I use a Samsung Q2U, which is not the best microphone in the world, but I am a student and I can't afford crazy expensive ones. When I'm at the studio though, we tend to use a pair of SE 5600s. Now, these are pretty beefy microphones, at least in the casing, because they have their own power supply, which is a bit of a faff setup, but it's definitely worth it when you hear the results. I remember using these to record my guitar, actually for a project, where my boss, also called John, wanted me and the other intern to create a cover song for his client. And they wanted a cover song of Billie Eilish's My Future, but in a bossa nova style hence why they used the acoustic guitar. And we used these 5600s and I listened back to the recordings and I was like, damn, that's like my guitar. It sounds really nice. It's proper weird because I've never really heard my guitar sound like that before. And it's because of these microphones and the fact that they pick up so much high-end content, but also a lot of body as well. And that was largely due to how we actually set up the microphones to begin with. Which leads me nicely on to the next thing to consider when recording. 
and that is where to actually put your mics. Now if you're just using one microphone then I'd suggest pointing it towards the 12th fret and then having about 6 to 10 inches of space between the microphone and the guitar itself. With the microphone at this position it gives the most balanced sound or well-rounded sound of the guitar. So it picks up the fingers on the fretboard as well as the body of the guitar. And it's a good starting point to get a decent sound from the guitar itself. I've said guitar way too many times. But uh, <laughs> if you're using two mics, then you have some options. Personally, the only one I've tried in the studio is a space pair, or an AB technique as some people call it. And that is when you have two microphones pointed towards the guitar and some space between them, hence the name. Now this technique can be good depending on where you want the mics. Because if you have a mic pointed more at the body, then you'll get a low mid-tone to the recording and you'll get more of the, the body sound of the actual instrument. If you have a mic pointing at the neck, however, you'll get a thinner sound because, you know, there's not as much resonance on the strings, but you'll actually get more sound from the frets and your fingers playing. And then, when you have the two mics playing at once in your DAW, then you have the option to blend the two different sounds together. So a space pair is good if you want to blend different characteristics of a guitar. And that's what we used on this Billie Eilish cover I was talking about. The two 5600s, one pointed at the 12th fret and the other on the body. We didn't even bother trying to record the neck because when the other intern was playing, he had a capo on, I think it was the 6th fret, 5th fret, something like that. So half the neck wasn't even being used, and it wouldn't add anything to the recording. So it would have been pointless having a mic at that part of the guitar. So instead we decided to capture the body and the balanced sound at the 12th fret, which we later mixed together. One thing we did take into consideration with this space pair technique though was phasing, and that is pretty common whenever you're using more than one microphone. And to try and avoid any phase issues, we ended up using the 3 to 1 ratio rule. Which is what some very smart people long ago figured out was the best ratio to avoid any phase issues. So what it means is, whatever the distance is between your source and your microphone, in this case the guitar and the mic, you need at least three times that distance between the microphones you're using. Now, it isn't an exact science, but it's pretty damn close, so I'd highly recommend trying to stick to it. Otherwise you will get a very phasey recording, which I can't see many people wanting, especially from an acoustic guitar. And that's all there is to say about space pairs really. Like I mentioned before, there is another technique to use, well several techniques to use. Uh, you could use an XY pair and position them again at the 12th fret. But I think the more well known technique and the more common technique to use, particularly on guitars, is midside. Now for those who don't know what mid-side technique is, it's basically two microphones positioned on top of each other or as close as you can get them without them touching and knocking each other. One is facing the sound source with a cardioid polar pattern. The other is facing 90 degrees away from that sound source but has a figure of 8 polar pattern. And the idea is that one microphone picks up the middle sound and the other picks up the side sound. That's why it's called mid-side. And people use this technique because it gives more control over the stereo width of your actual recording. I remember one engineer who came in to record folk guitar, I think it was, and he used this technique. 
The reason being was that this was the first instrument he was recording out of the whole EP and he didn't know if he was going to need to make the guitar sound wider or more central when it came to mixing. So by using this technique, he gave, it gave him the option to choose how much stereo width the guitars had later in the mix, which is definitely a smart way of looking about it. And I've messed around with recordings that have used this technique before, and I will agree it does help to change how wide your guitar sounds so it can fit better into a mix. I just know it's an absolute fact to set up. But that is starting to get into mixing acoustic guitars rather than recording them. So I think that's where I shall leave it for today. Hopefully this has given you an idea of how I record guitar and maybe some tips and tricks for you to try in your next recording session. If you had any questions about anything I've talked about today then you can message me at Wellesley Media on Facebook and Instagram. All that's left to say is thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this more technical episode. I've been John and I'll see you all in the next one.